Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Get ready for a brave new world, Pat, a world in which you cannot tell if a photo is not just photoshopped, if it actually occurred at all. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the fact that apparently meets the problem in New York City. Leah Thomas, er, 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 uh, whatever that dude's name actually is, makes an appearance. And um, we have more What's a Woman Madness. Yes, it is a WTF Wednesday. I'm Andrew Coppins. He's Pat Oni. This is Critical Thinking. Good Wednesday to you, Mr. Pat Oni. You looked a little perplexed by that opening. I mean, WTF, mate. <laughs> Weird. It's a WTF Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it is almost as if that... that Feeds us right into our first story of the WTF one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I, I'm just going to say this, Pat. I actually enjoy like looking at beautiful art, right? Like if you've ever seen a Rembrandt or a Picasso or Da Vinci or whatever, right? Like in person. It is so much different than seeing a picture of it, right? You see these things in person right. and you see like the the brush strokes and you see how the technique that goes into it. And it's actually somewhat interesting, at least for me. Um, I also enjoy really good photography and I really enjoy cinematography. In fact, um, it was interesting. I, uh, my wife and I, we watched the... Um, American Manhunt on Netflix. I don't know if you've seen this or not yet, Pat. <clears throat> uh, I've, I, I mean, what is it like a true crime type show? No, so it's American Manhunt. Um, it's about the uh, Boston Marathon bombing. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. No, I haven't watched that because uh, I believe three days ago we celebrated the ten year anniversary of that 
horrific event. Um, <clears throat> Ten years already? Yeah, yeah. It was 2013. <clears throat> and I think it was three days ago. But um, actually, you know, it's really funny. Uh, the CEO of my real estate uh, franchise, the franchise within Exit Realty, um, he actually ran the Boston Marathon this year. And that in and of itself is an impressive feat for anybody because this is not one, unlike like the Chicago Marathon and others, where you can actually sign up, you actually have to qualify. It doesn't matter who you are, you actually have to physically qualify for this event. That meaning you actually have to have run other marathons, get a qualifying time, regardless of your age, regardless of your experience in marathons. You cannot just sign up and, and do as you please with the Boston Marathon. So I, I applaud people who partake in it. But we're watching this, and um, one of the interesting things is they kind of showed the entire um, backdrop and foreground, if you will, of the interview areas. And, you know, there were blankets being hung, and, like, some were white or blue or black. And, you know, my wife was like, "What what's going on? Like, like those are used for multitudes of reasons, but it's just the cinematography so interesting because you got a chance to see it, right? Why are they right. using black on one side and white on the other? Oh, and they're using very specific materials. One, you know, happens to help them deaden sound and the other actually helps reflect light and then deaden light on the other side and, and all this stuff. But they, they have dual purposes, you know, it's just interesting to see. I'm fascinated by all of that sort of stuff. Um, so I actually pay attention every once in a while when we get like picture of the year and things of that nature, um, that happen. Well, Sony runs a contest every year for creative photographers and they have like, I think 13 or 14 different categories in their picture of the year. And people get to submit different work that they've done throughout the year. Some of it is like war shots or action shots or, or whatever have you. Well, there's a category called creative in which you get to show your creative ability with photography. And there was an individual who decided to submit a photograph this year. And would you be shocked to know that um, this individual had a plan of what he wanted to do with this picture? Would it shock you to know, Pat, that a German man would be involved in trickery? I mean, is that the first time in history that we've ever seen that? So, no. <laughs> well, I'm going to put the winner of the Sony Picture of the Year for creative on your screen right now. So, if you're not watching on Rumble, please go to rumble.com backslash critical thinking. Subscribe. Make sure you can see this show. But, Pat. This is a really cool picture, right? As you're looking at it? Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it is a picture meant to depict multiple generations of women, right? And it's uh -huh. got a really cool diffusion, black and white, and <clears throat> some imperfections and, and things that um, have made this picture pretty cool to, to look at, right? And to be fair, this is not a painting, correct? No, this is not a painting. This is a photograph. Okay. As you are singing photograph in your head. 
Yes, I did just mention a Def Leppard reference on this show. But as we are looking at that, Pat, do you think that that would be worthy of potentially winning the top prize of Creative Photograph of the Year from Sony? I mean, knowing where this is coming from, no. But if I didn't know that, if I if I if I'm looking at this just at face value that this is a picture, yeah, it could be. Mm -hmm. It could be. Well, folks, this picture, and I'm going to use air quotes there, is is not real. It is not photoshopped. It is not real. Let me say that again. This photograph is not real. Meaning, it actually doesn't exist anywhere. This isn't taking two negatives and splicing them together. This isn't, you know, Photoshop. Although some of it has been done in Photoshop. You can kind of get the hint of it when you look at some of the, the effects that have been used on this. However, <clears throat> German man has tricked Sony World Photography Awards into awarding an AI-generated pick its top prize. That's right, folks. <clears throat> German artist Boris El Eldegussen Eldegussen yeah, Eldegussen. <clears throat> won Sony's best picture of the year in the creative category. And then refused to accept the award, Pat. This isn't a man attempting to trick them into winning prize money and, and glory and fame, right? Instead, he revealed that his submission was AI-generated saying he hopes to speed up this debate on AI images in competitions. That's right. That image that you saw, Pat, was completely and wholly made up by artificial intelligence, meaning the woman never exists in the foreground or the background, meaning the flares and the special effects used were not something that he photoshopped in. This was a completely artificially intelligently created photograph, quote-unquote. Is that bad? Yeah, yeah, that's bad. Why is it bad, though, Pat? I, I could see this being a multi-pronged reason of why this is bad. One, you just cheated in a competition. The, the the gloves are off. The, the the rules no longer apply when it comes to fair competition and real art. By the way, okay, this is not real art. This is just this is just fake. It's a uh, a uh, it's artificial. It's, it's literally artificial. in the yeah. word. It's artificial. Yeah. Fake. It's artificial. Not real. And, and so, not so, not so somebody's that. creative genius. Not somebody's. Um, God-given talent, right? Right, right. There's no talent here. Uh, Secondly. Eh, I'm going to let you go. Okay, okay. Go ahead. Secondly, go ahead. If, if this can be used to fake out a, say, a committee or a panel of, of people that, it, that it's a real photo, what are the dangers of this and using it in terms of, say, identity theft or uh, 
some other kind of cyber crime type deal. I mean, I mean, the 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 ramifications of this are not good. Okay, okay, I can understand that. Um, so I'm going to say this. Uh, I want to backtrack on one thing. This okay. is actually somebody's God-given talent. And how do I know it? Because behind every artificial intelligence chatbot, behind every program, there's a programmer. Somebody used their God-given talent to program an artificially intelligent photography program, right? Right. But that, that to me, it's still so, very, very different than... Yeah, I don't disagree with you because it, because there's, there's a difference between that and then being able to just set it and forget it and let everybody else use that and pass it off as their own work eventually. Now, right. there's all sorts of ramifications to your point. And <clears throat> I bring this story up because here's what the uh, El Goodson um, had to say. Okay. I applied as a cheeky monkey to find out if the competitions are prepared for AI images to enter. They are not. We, the photo world, need an open discussion, a discussion about what we want to consider photography and what is not. Is the umbrella of photography large enough to invite AI images to enter? Or would nope. this be a mistake? With my refusal of the award, I hope to speed up this debate. Now, Sony has since removed the photo from their site once they figured out that they were duped. But here's the problem. So we have the ability to discern Photoshopped photos, right? Photos that are faked, like a deep fake, right? right. We have the ability to discern that vis-a-vis -vis experts who can understand, like, going deep inside of uh, a JPEG image file, right? And they can understand where things exist and where they should exist and where they're not, right? And and all the data points that's, that can exist behind a digital image, right? Right. Same can be said be, by deep faking a video. You, in theory, now could understand that deep fake happening because of how it's encoded, because of how you might see splices or structures or whatever have you, right? In fact, Fair. this took place in the uh, 2013 Boston Marathon bomber. They said that they had over a thousand images that they had to have combed over that were completely photoshopped. Like they would photoshop bags in areas that bags didn't exist and just ridiculous things that people were doing. But they were able to discern. And here's where I want to go on a WTF Wednesday with this, Pat. I think this is a genius idea on this uh, photographer's part. Because he's right. We have to have this conversation. But it's broader than just photography. We have to have a discussion over what AI can and cannot help us with as a society. And we've talked about this on the in, in past programs, right, Pat? We've talked about sure. how this can be helpful for education in, in so much as how you use it. For instance, would it be helpful to have a program that's AI generated that might help somebody or help a classroom of 25 people, right? Individualize a program for them. So let's say your wife, Mrs. Pat, is in a classroom of 25 people and there are four different styles of learning in that classroom. I bet you the challenge for her is how do I figure out a, an entire week that can affect and help them learn um, 
the totality of the program that she's uh, attempting to, to give them for the week, right? That's a very difficult thing when you've got four different learning styles that you have to cater to inside sure. that group to make them successful. But artificial intelligence can help Mrs. Pat, or it could help the students by individualizing the lesson planning, right, that your wife would do, right? Meaning the, the same lessons would apply, but they might present, one of them might um, work better by seeing a video of something being done. Or, the, or Mrs. Pat knows that these 10 people are going to need to be participatory, right? Meaning they have to be hands-on with whatever is going on for them to learn it. Okay, so I'm going to give them that, that dedicated time, right? Or the other people might uh, need to just read about it and they'll get it. Um, or visually see it in some manner or hear it, right? There's all sorts of different styles of how people learn and absorb information and then be able to take it and move it forward. So there are ways in which it can help education. There are ways in which AI can help um, businesses, right? Uh, it's being right. used all the time. Well, there, well yeah. So, go ahead. Sorry. I, so, so, yeah, there, there are good ways to use it. Don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not arguing right, right. that. Right. Um, so, but so what, what I would what argue I, in the, Go ahead. What I would argue in this case, with this photo, I, th this is just flat out cheating. Except for he didn't mean to cheat. This he was doing it on purpose, right? This isn't. This was never him going. I want to win, so I'm going to cheat. This was. I want. I'm not even going to accept the award. I'm going to refuse the award and out myself. He was doing it on purpose, and I don't want to focus in on this, Pat. I don't want to focus in on on the photograph. I don't care about it. I care about it from the perspective of this, though, Pat. We as a society are wholly ill-prepared to deal with a world in which you literally have, cannot trust your eyes, your ears, your mouth, your sight. Okay? Literally, your eyes are being deceived, not by a Photoshop, which can, again, be determined, right? The biggest experts on photography in the world could not discern, could not figure out this was a completely made-up photo. Again, we are not talking about this person taking a photo, photoshopping and altering and whatever. Because guess what? That is also part of photography today, being able to use Photoshop. In fact, in real estate, Pat, if you ever look at a website, one of the hottest ideas and trends in real estate photography is to do what? Showcase a home at dusk. The lights are on and the, um, you'll see the lights being on and, and it's dusk in the background. It's a light blue, kind of like the background that we have uh, here on the show, right? It, it looks different than during the day. It is less sunned out and whatever, but it's all done via Photoshop and in artificially creating that moment. They're not taking that photograph at dusk. Okay, we're not talking about using the tools of the trade. Okay, that's not what we're talking about. But it's a broader conversation than just this photograph. As a society, when it comes to artificial intelligence, we are unprepared to understand that we are now living in a world in which you will never be able to tell whether that video you're watching on Twitter or Instagram or TikTok is real or not, period, point blank. And by real, I mean 
if it even actually exists in real life. Like, does that, does, did that actually happen or not? Okay. We don't have the ability to discern that. We have no idea whether or not a doc, we have a documentary that has been made, Pat. Mm-hmm. An entire documentary in which Tom Brady talks to you. Except for it is not Tom Brady. It is completely AI generated and has nothing to do with Tom Brady. We are living in a world, Pat, in which, again, you can't tell that this photograph is even real. You can't tell that the the video you're watching is real. You can't tell that the podcast that you're listening to is a real human being talking to you or not. That we are living, we are dipping our toes into the water of a world in which reality, as we have known it, truth, as we have known it, doesn't exist anymore. And and that is that is something that we should all be very concerned about with this whole AI age of things, right? Right. However, however, being in the being in the tech world, and mm-hmm. and someone that has used AI for various reasons, one of the things that I've noticed that has come out over the last give or take six ish months, and it's actually been out longer than that, much longer than this, but something I've just noticed as a trend there are ai checkers out there programs that can, can that can detect like especially if like content is written in ai now See, but that's, but that's a whole different that, that, but, oh, hold on just hold on though okay it can, it, if it's a matter of time before you have something that's going to be able to detect those uh-huh. kinds of things as well nope I a thousand percent disagree with you on this. A thousand percent. Because being able to check content, written Mm -hmm. content for AI generation is the same as you and me going through college. And there were were programs in which people would write your papers for you, right? And they would be able to, on the backside, go and check that work. I understand where you're going, but I'm I'm telling you right now. will be developed. That's what I'm I, saying. I'm telling you right now, it doesn't matter if they develop those tools. That's whack-a-mole. That is whack-a-mole because what is going to happen? You are, you are attempting to stop a program or, or detect a program, right, that's generating a video or a photograph or, or whatever have you or podcast, mm-hmm. right, um, or piece of audio, right? Mm-hmm. Okay? You're attempting to do that. All you're going to need to do then as the programmer of said AI technology is alter your program to make sure it gets around those checkers. Once this is out of the box like it is already, there is no putting it back. You cannot put this back into the bottle. There's no genie to shove back in the bottle. It is out and it doesn't, Pat, it doesn't matter how many fact checkers, how many... AI generated people, people believe what they believe because they see it, they hear it, or they watch it, right? Sure, sure. Okay. I'm not, that's so, not the point I'm d- despite all of the fact checking, despite mm-hmm. all of the, hey, this is photoshopped, or hey, this isn't true, or this is true, all of the stuff we currently have, people still don't believe or, or choose to believe things that are totally 100% proven to be false. 
What happens when the thing that is generated isn't just a Photoshop, isn't just a um, piece of, of misinformation, but literally never happened? Literally never exists in reality. Mm. In like, I want you to think about this, okay? This is where this is going, and this is why it's important to, to have had this happen in this competition. This is why this is important for these people to be right, and this is why I like this individual, because he is opening a door to a discussion that is badly needed in our society. I want you to think about this. Archduke, Archduke Ferdinand, right? Mm. That story... In the, the reality of what was going on, it was a giant game of telephone, basically, right? That ended up getting the Archduke killed, right? And it started a war, okay? Now, there are other things and other, you know, pieces of the puzzle, right? But without that moment, the rest of that house doesn't topple, right? Okay? What if... What if... Today, we see a video of Vladimir Putin dying, right? Being shot up to death, right? Okay? And that video starts an active hot war with the United States of America now. Can we put that genie back in the bottle? Oh, and by the way, that video, it never actually happened in real life and Vladimir Putin is still alive. What are you going to believe? The video that showed Vladimir Putin dead or the video that Vladimir Putin and its state media are putting out showing he's still alive? Have we ever seen that in the past? Oh, wait. Yes, we have. We have seen the, that they've done archived footage and, and all sorts of stuff, right? Mm. In the past, we've seen leaders do that. We've seen leaders fake their own death. We've seen all of this sort of stuff. But what happens when you can visually see it or hear it or work with it, right? What, what happens? We are talking about something that can change the entirety of our human experience, okay? We are talking about something that we are wholly ill-prepared to grasp. We're not even talking about how do we deal with this on an ethical business level or an ethical educational level. I don't even care about that. Because that, that's such a small piece of the AI puzzle, right? The, the chat bots and all this other shit that Elon Musk is talking about. I don't care about that stuff. I really don't. I care about what the reality that is facing us is we are living in a world in which people who have ill intentions, not this photographer, because this photographer's intention was to draw attention to an issue. What I am wanting people to understand is those who have actual, real, ill intentions can take and use this technology, not for good, but for pure, unadulterated evil, evil that cannot be taken back, evil that will alter the course of human history. And none of it exists at all. It is not real. It is completely a figment of, of a programmer's imagination or a program's imagination. This isn't a programmer splicing footage together to create a deep fake. This is not deep fake. Okay? This is not that. This is literally doesn't exist. A deep fake is taking things that actually happen and putting other things into it. 
to make it look like something else was occurring. This is literally making it up. This is literally taking, let's say, a video. Here's a great example. A video of Vladimir Putin, right? We see a video of him walking um, in Red Square or something in Moscow, right? And we see a bomb explode and, and all of a sudden there's a dead Vladimir Putin. What, what does the Russian government do? How does, how does the American government say we didn't do that? How does anybody say that's not us? How do you prove it? Because we, right, have already created all the distrust in the world in our CIA, the FBI, all of the intelligence apparatuses. You mean to tell me the CIA would never lie uh, to or obfuscate to alter foreign elections or assassinate foreign leader? I mean, um, put in place people that are puppets of the CIA. Oh, wait, we've been doing that since the 70s, right? So whom are you going to believe, right? Whom are you going to believe? We didn't do that. We didn't do that. That's not our video, except for you can't prove that it didn't happen, except for you can't prove that that video is not real. And okay, so you can create a program, again, to your point, Pat, that programmer creating that AI technology creates a different version of that program that skirts around that checker. What are you going to do? Escalation. So the the point I'm making is you're, you're right that, yeah, they, they programs will evolve. People will change their code. People will do X, Y, and Z to get around things. They already do that. Mm-hmm. Already do that. They've been doing it for years. Any any um, uh, plagiarism checker out there, if you will, yeah, people yeah. have figured out ways to get around those. Oh sure. So so yeah, you're right in the in the in terms of yeah, people are going to figure out how to, how to get around these things, but people are also going to figure out how to adapt those things too. The question is, are they going to be able to keep up? Maybe, maybe not. We don't know that answer yet. So Pat, my overall point in all of this is to hopefully help people understand that this technology has good and bad to it, just like every technology does. But we have to understand that this can alter our reality. And the story that I think is the most important when it comes to this is the story of the mother who in California, I believe it was, who got a ransom demand, a kidnapping demand uh, for ransom. Um, from her child, her child speaking into the phone, that would scare the bleep out of any parent, right? It would scare the bleep out of anybody getting that type of a phone call, right? Sure, sure. So what would you first do? Probably contact the police, try to figure out if you can ransom outside of the police, all that sort of stuff, right? Here's the problem with this entire story. It was completely faked. It was completely untrue. The daughter was on a camping trip with friends in the woods and unable to be contacted. Um, Police resources used up. The police couldn't discern that this was fake, that it wasn't real, that it wasn't the daughter speaking to them. And the answer actually comes from somebody else who had a similar situation in, in this story. And what have they created? They've created a family password, the, the old school, right? The stranger danger password, right? 
I, I'm sure you and I growing I know that we had it, right? Growing up, if if a stranger wasn't in, was involved with you and you were uh, feeling scared, you said a magic word and the people around you knew it, right? Uh, mm -hmm. Meaning your parents or other family members. This th that's how basic we have to think, but also how ridiculous this situation is. Again, we cannot put the genie back in the bottle, but we have to understand that our perception of reality, our idea of what's real is going to change. And we have to stop just watching what's on Twitter, stop just watching our Facebook feed, our TikTok feeds, our Instagram feeds, right? We have to stop watching those things and thinking they're real. We have to become completely cynical in order for us to deal with reality. That's WTF, mate. You know, Pat, it's like, we, okay, they slapped the ABC logo or the CBS logo or the Fox News logo. Although Fox News just having to pay out uh, literally three quarters of a billion dollars in the Dominion uh, voting scandal thingy uh, <laughs> suggests that you would have to discern that to begin with. And shocker, Rupert Murdoch led um, media outlet, Fakes News. Oh, no way. Who would have ever? Oh, wait, that's only been going on since the 1990s over in Britain. Well, hey, that's neither here nor there. My overall point is this, right? You cannot just simply trust it anymore just because it comes from a source that you trust. Well, guess what? People can fake the source now. People can fake literally everything about it, and you'll never know that it's fake. So how do you discern? You have to trust multiple sources. You have to be able to look at the information that's on the ground in front of you and Maybe, just maybe, Pat, we will be less reactionary as a society and some good can come from this. We're going to be discerning. We're going to have to critically think. We're going to have to trust and verify, right? We're going to have to be able to think before we react as a society. I think we'd be better off for that. But we have to understand this is coming. We have to switch our mindset. We have to train our young people to be able to discern. We have to go back to the basics of critical thinking, discernment in education. We can no longer go through the world of indoctrination anymore in our educational system because the more that you do that, the more susceptible to these types of fakes we are going to become. And that is dangerous for our society on a war level, on a personal level, on every level. Just think about your home ownership, right? How, how much of that could be faked? All out of it. So we really have to think through all of these things. That's my point. And with that being said, Pat, I think it's a great time for us to go into um, fake news or not. Or I mean, uh, the bee or not the bee. Are you ready? Oh, I'm ready. And with that, uh, hit me with the headline, please. Today's headline. People say this new weight loss drug is giving them bizarre dreams involving celebrities. People say this new weight loss drug is giving them bizarre dreams involving celebrities. Is this the B or not the B? That is the question. And while you're thinking about that, Andrew Coppins, folks, you know what's not fake and what's completely and totally real? Coffee brand coffee. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. you know what else is not fake and totally real about them? The fact that they're trying to make a really good product for you. The fact that they try to make really good coffee or tea or hot chocolate and they ship it right to your door and it's shipped fresh. So 
all you need to do to get the realness of their coffee and their tea or their hot chocolate, whichever you prefer, is go to coffeebrandcoffee.com. Use the promo code critical thinking at checkout. You'll get 5% off your purchase. That's coffeebrandcoffee.com. Promo code critical thinking at checkout. You'll get 5% off your purchase today. All right. People say this new weight loss drug is giving them bizarre dreams involving celebrities. Is this the B or not the B? That is the question. And your answer, Andrew Coppins. I'm going to go with this being not the B, only because I could totally see uh, people taking bullshit weight loss drugs because, wait, they've been doing it for all of my lifetime, um, thinking that this is going to work, and then they give them all sorts of weird-ass side effects, right? Here's the reality. I'm just going to say this out loud. Yes, there are some medications that can help people who have literally either genetic or autoimmune or other actual medical issues that are causing their weight gains, right? Um, Otherwise, good old-fashioned exercise, eating right, stopping eating things that are bad for you is the only answer. Sorry, not sorry. Uh, Is that your final answer? Yeah, final answer. Yeah, 100%. Are you sure? Yes. Okay, okay. Then uh, this is not to be. Thank you for winning us uh, some of that totally legitimate cryptocurrency, MLM, digital, oh, excuse me, digital currency, I should say. Central bank digital currency, as good as the money from Dominic Izzo. Speaking of WTF. (laughs) It is time for us to get into WTF Wednesday. I promised you that I would uh, show you the most WTF uh, stories here, Pat. And um, I think we need to start with the absolute batshit bonkers crazy that has come out of New York City. And we... Eric Adams, man, what is this? One in every five metric tons of carbon dioxide our city emits comes from food. But all food is not created equal. The vast majority of food that is contributing to our emission crisis lies in meat and dairy products. We already know that a plant plant power diet is better for your physical and mental health and i am living proof of that but the reality is that thanks to this new inventory we're finding out it is better for the planet you will eat the bugs so oh, wait 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 he's not even suggesting that you just uh you become a herbivore so so um if they don't, if, if New York City doesn't want their meat and dairy products, uh, they can send them to Salt Lake City. I, I'd be okay with that. I'm fine with it. Now, I have long suggested that uh, the problem with a lot of what goes on with our dairy uh, issues in this country is because we are feeding our cows crap, and those enzymes end up in the milk, in which we, as humans, also can't consume. Mainly corn, by the way. I. Mm. Don't don't know if you've ever noticed after you eat corn what happens usually. Um, uh, the fact that I feel really full. Yes, and there's a reason for that. It's because we mm-hmm. don't have an, an enzyme that can break the, the corn down. We get the nutrients out of the corn. Don't get me wrong. There's nutrients that we get out of it, but we can't physically break it down. It's the same thing with wheat. If you ever ate a whole stalk of wheat, 
you would get instantly sick. And I've talked about this on the program. Grass-fed milk. There's a reason why this makes sense. It makes sense because we as humans can consume the milk without getting sick. Right. Literally, oh, I'm lactose intolerant. No, you're not lactose intolerant. You are likely you are likely experiencing a reaction to the enzyme that comes from the cow consuming the corn and the grain that they are consuming and fed um, in large swaths. All right. That also being said, Pat, um, have you ever seen a, a vegan um, or a vegetarian get sick? Yes. Yes, I have. Have I ever seen yep. them get really, really sick? Yes. Eating yes. only a plant-based diet, eating only that diet is really unhealthy for you unless you are supplementing with the nutrients that you get from eating meat. You moron, Eric Adams. And oh, by the way, how about the other four-fifths of the carbon that's being produced in the city, the carbon dioxide? I'm gonna guess that comes largely from, wait for this, you breathing. So you're suggesting that uh, we should probably stop breathing too, you absolute moron? Now, Pat, uh, speaking of morons, um, how about, this moron. My name is Leah Thomas. I'm a transgender woman, a former college swimmer, and the first trans athlete to be named Division One NCAA champion. I started swimming when I was five years old, and it's taught me so much. It's given me so many opportunities to learn, grow, develop, and connect with my peers. Opportunities that I wouldn't have gotten if I didn't have access to athletics. That's why it breaks my heart to see trans kids across the country lose out on these opportunities. The Department of Education has proposed a new rule for Title IX regarding transgender athletes. This rule would prohibit blanket bans on transgender kids, especially in grades K through 8. However, it would not prohibit discrimination against trans kids in the high school and college levels under the guise of competitive fairness. This rule is a good start. I, However, I, 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 I just can't even listen to that anymore. I, I just can't. Riley Gaines had the perfect response to this, by the way. She said, under the guise of competitive fairness, are you really trying to say that you would have a, won a national title against the men? Does it break your heart to see women lose out on these opportunities? The Biden admin's proposed bill denies science, truth, and common sense. A hundred percent right from Riley Gaines. I, that's where I had to stop that. I couldn't take it anymore because she... I mean, he literally took an opportunity away from an actual female named Riley Gaines. And the NCAA did it to Riley, too. How do I know it? Because they tied. They tied for a national championship in one event. And who stood on the podium? Leah Bleeping Thomas. Not Riley Gaines and Leah Thomas. Leah Thomas. This is the same crap that I saw last night, and I don't know if you saw this. Kim Iverson, I don't know if you've seen her show on Rumble or not. Um, I've seen it once in a great while. All I am going to say on this, on this subject is she attempted to equate the anti-trans movement as some sort of the way-too-far me-too movement, right? They've gone too far. It's, it's not about protecting girls in sports anymore. It's about protecting blah, blah, blah. It's just really anti-trans activity. Okay, so then what was the Me Too movement? Just really anti-man? No, it turns out that people were, yes, taking advantage of it, but also it was about stopping sexual assault in uh, the practice of Hollywood, correct? By and large? Or in politics or in any other aspect of society? 
And then talking about Dylan Mulvaney just trying to be a, uh, just live their best life as, as a woman. No, 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 no. There is a reason that Dylan Mulvaney is an absolute trash human being. And the reason is because they spent 365 days as a girl. They used the word girl on purpose. He used that word on purpose. He didn't say 365 days of being a woman. No, 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 no. He said girl for a reason. The language matters. If it was 365 days of being a woman, um, might be a little bit of a different proposition. You are mentally disturbed, right? You are, you've got a problem and okay, but you decided that you wanted to be literally attempt to be a six-year-old girl. That's who this person was trying to mimic over the last 365 days. And Bud Light and other companies, right, other brands, decided to get on board with this person believing they were a six-year-old girl for the last year. Oh, and then also attempting to tell us that a six-year-old girl could then also have a period, right? And that a, that a man who has no bits or, or functionality of a woman can somehow uh, obtain that. I'm supposed to believe that, that that is the reality of today? Hail to the no. And then, Pat, and then, speaking of what is a woman, we get this exchange in Congress yesterday. Pat, your thoughts on this? What in the absolute trash was that? Uh, why can't you answer the damn question, bro? How dare you misgender? Mm-hmm. Do you know that that's a man now? I hate you. I hate You're you welcome. So you love me. Hey, here's a question. Yeah. Was this AI generated? <laughs> no. <laughs> Some question. Would we be better off if our Congress was AI generated? <laughs> also, um, folks, I, I, I hope you understand. This is this is the absolute trash that we are dealing with where these people cannot answer a very basic biological question. We're, they are attempting to skirt because they know what. Those that live in subjective reality land are going to attempt to come after them if they answer what they know in their hearts and their minds and their souls is the reality. Tell the truth. Tell, Tell the, the truth. truth. Not your truth, their truth. Tell the truth. Speaking of that, Pat, tomorrow, it is a deep dive Thursday here on the program, and uh, we're going to take a deep dive into the 
best case to be made against both Donald Trump and Ron DeSantis. We're going to have a kind of negative debate, if you will, uh, about Donald Trump and Ron DeSantis as we head into what is likely the face-off of all face-offs I can never think of, at least in my lifetime, in the uh, GOP. Because it's very clear um, when I've heard uh, people in Iowa that are deeply involved in the caucus process, having had contact with Ron DeSantis's uh, minions, if you will, right? Why is that happening? That, that shouldn't be happening if you're not running for president, right? Um, so we're going we're gonna to take that debate on. We're going to make the worst case, right, if you will. We're going to make the case that if you're Donald Trump, what is the case against Ron DeSantis? And if you're Ron DeSantis, what's the case against Donald Trump? That's coming up tomorrow on the program. But your final thoughts on today's program, Pat? Don't get lost. Remember who you are. No means no. And something to contemplate. Was today's show AI generated? Please be smart, be safe, be kind, be discerning. Think critically. Make sure you eat all of your meals today, including some meat and some dairy, unless you're really lactose intolerant. Okay? And with that, Matthew 547. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.